Welcome back to SEN Fridays in the Top End. We are talking about the NTFL action last weekend, and it's a big, big round last weekend, but I reckon this weekend's even better. So, Pint and St. Mary's start the show tonight at DXC Arena. Look, that is their fortress, the Green Ants. Mm. So, if there ever a chance, it's going to be at this ground, but Saints are a big, big task. I'd say so, yeah. Um, Pints really need to get back in the winner's circle because once you start losing a couple of games and dropping these ones, you lose touch with the top three. You've got to be top three anyway to challenge, I believe. Um, but I am tipping Saints in this one. I think they'll have too much. It'll be interesting to see if Pints do a run with with Delance or Nate Paredes or do something like that. And well, obviously, who does that job? Yeah, um, I'm not too sure. Um, and then uh, and then just to, just to see what happens also with the Jackson Calder matchup. And if Saints do anything mm. with Steve and Motlop, be interesting. Yeah, well, there's some high-quality players playing for both teams here. It's hard mm. to say, you know, oh, Saints will get the job done for sure. Um, Pints obviously play really good football. They play better football at night, as silly as it sounds. And they're at the DXC Arena, which they have a good record. They won this corresponding game last year, didn't they? Yeah, uh, that's their first win. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so obviously a great rivalry building between these two teams. You've got all the there's only one green and gold banter that goes on <laughs> in social media. Um, but I think the big one is about Pints. And they win or lose. Like, they don't even have to win. But win or lose, the club must perform better than they did last week. Um, Ethan Penrith has been named for the Green Ants, and that's a strong inclusion but that would have to be the message from Shannon Motlop just about getting back on the getting back on the horse and, and playing for some not playing for pride like it's you know about salvaging something because they're well into this season but mm. um, just just playing better than they did last week yeah definitely and it's um it's also these home games for clubs are very important so obviously point supporters get down there and you got the women's game at six that's the top of the table clash that's a really hard game to yeah. tip as well so and big Matt Moran has been in um, pretty good form I think he was well held last week mm. perhaps by Mazzini um, after his SEN top end 10 so if he's going to fight for that SEN top end 10 yeah, spot to be maintained he's got to work for it here so <laughs> yeah. it's the pressure that's the main thing for Matty um, that he's got to worry about but yeah I'm, I'm tipping Saints in this one Raph who's your tip We'll get straight uh, into the I'll just go off um, last week's results, I guess. Um, mm. Yeah, Pint's obviously got a big uh, big improvement to go, so I'll, I'll lean towards Saints, not just because I'm part of that one green and gold thingy. Um, but, yeah, and, um, and the women's one is going to be a tough one. Um, yeah, I think that will go right down to the wire, so that, that could be a flick of the coin, I guess. So I probably won't even put my hand... I'll just have to lean towards St. Mary's because I'm a Saints man. <laughs> yeah, I've got Saints in the women's as well. Yeah, I don't really know about the women to have an accurate prediction but I'll go I'll go pint there because I'm going to go St Mary's in the men's Premier League so I think Saints get the job done tonight uh, Darwin Buffaloes versus Tiwi Bombers tomorrow that's yep. that typical 2pm Saturday TIO Stadium that really hot game I'm feeling hot just thinking about that one Prime Train Tom Bolch is back for the Darwin Buffaloes this week and um He's not bringing a mate that he was originally going to bring. He's on the back burner at the moment. Um, but Bolchi has been playing the 2023 season for Wayne Garata Rovers in the Abendon Murray competition. Same old Bolchi, always doing his vlogs, copping a lot of criticism online. Sort of didn't have like the greatest season for Wayne Garata Rovers, but it was a bit unfair. So he had a six-week patch where he was averaging over 20 touches and two goals a game, yet people were still criticising him and yelling out, hey, get a kick, prime train, where 20 and two is not a bad effort in anyone's book. So hmm. prime gets back. He's played pretty good football in the NTFL uh, whenever he's been up here. So that's good inclusion for the Buffaloes. 
Ball Magnet and Baxter Mench returns for the bus. He's averaging 35.5 disposals a game. And Matt Campbell, the ex-AFL player, are among the other inclusions for the club. Tiwi also have some strong inclusions. So former Geelong and Carlton midfielder Darcy Lang has been named. Lang played 64 AFL games and has since produced excellent football in the Geelong Football League for Colac, I believe. I think he's doing a bit of coaching there, or he was doing some coaching there this year. Ex-Richmond rookie Gibson Turner returns to the Tiwi Bombers lineup. He spent the 2023 season with Sandville Club North Adelaide, playing 10 games in the reserves and one in the seniors. And then you've got Bombers legend Ross Tungatalam, who whenever you see Tungatalam listed on the team sheet, you get excited. And he's another one that's been named against the Buffs on Saturday. Yep, highly impressed with um, Buffalo so far this year. This is another one. They need these four points. Bank them early. Early wins is always great. Also, Buffs are playing some young kids. Um, Bradley Gunnabar and William Munkar is coming in for his debut for the for Buffaloes. I think he's played Premier League for Tiwi before. Yep. Johnny Orsto is a kid that I've commentated in the 18s. I, know, I reckon he's got a little bit of talent. And Tyrese Roman is you know, um, a league medalist Rob, as well. watch out for a kid named Phoenix Joe Poole, who is not far away uh, at making his debut for the Darwin Buffaloes. Come across from Nycliffe. I think he played about five, six, seven Premier League games for them last year and started in their under-18s final series. So Phoenix Joe Poole, one to watch as well. Yep, definitely. I'm going Buffaloes in this one. Um, five. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't really say too much, but um, yeah, Link, just going by last week's results. But you know, I'd love to see Tiwi being a competitive and, and pushing mm. Buffaloes right to the right to the end, even to the last quarter. And if that's a possibility, then that's um, a big step in the right direction for the Tiwi Bombers. And hopefully, Rocco um, gives us a couple of flashback highlights and yeah. kicks a couple hopefully of running goals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think you can underrate the Tiwi Bombers they'll be up and about they're a momentum team so if they can start well who knows with the Bombers but um, hopefully from a Buffs perspective wearing my Buffs hat we can sort of snuff that out early and get the job done again with you know the big fellows like Daniel Stafford and Hassan Some big bodies, up yeah. forward yeah, so big midfielders coming in <laughs> hopefully the Buffs can play the game on their terms and get the job done but only one way to find out so tune into that one Waratah take on Wanderers tomorrow they What's your take on... We'll talk about that one, or we can just talk... Yeah, no, we'll talk about that one. Wanderers take on Waratah at TIO Stadium um, in the fourth game of the round. How's that one going to go? I mean, it's sort of... You know, we can't build up... Like, there's a lot to play for for Waratah. They're sitting six, but that doesn't reflect where they are on the... Um, well, no, where are they sitting? Yeah, they're sitting six. So they're one win, two losses, and a bye. Um, but that doesn't reflect sort of where they are. I still think they are one of the teams to beat this year. I still think on paper they're as good as anybody in this competition. So probably a, they'll be looking for a, a statement tomorrow, a big win, sort of how Saints did it, something like that. Yeah, I, I think the next three weeks is um, they're going to be able to get back in their form. So I agree with you. I've probably got them second or third at the moment just because you can't be number one in the power rankings and sit in six. Mm. We did flag that last week that they had the potential to drop to six with the cup with the mm. win loss of a couple of clubs and that happened. Yeah. Um, um, but they do have Wanderers, Tiwi and Palmy coming up. So, and it's ran into a couple of Waratah boys and they said that they have got a favourable draw coming up to build some confidence. And um, and a couple of the boys did mention that they actually think they do play it t- better at TIO as well. So, obviously the Tiwi game's a danger game because they are playing over on the islands. But to get out at TIO 1, they do look like they've got a weaker side in this week. But I don't think that'll matter. Um, the leaders will carry them through. Yeah, yeah. I'll, lean, I'll lean towards Waratahs um, going by... You know, previous results and um, Wanderers um, hopefully they bounce a bit, bit back from last week's loss but yeah mm. Waratahs are a strong side on paper and they're ready to go I think I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Tars will win by as much as people think I think Wanderers side looks better than last week as well yep. so I'd probably go Wanderers uh, Waratahs by five goals or so yeah Wanderers are competitive no doubt about that um, but 
yeah, I think it's going to be too much of a task. And I think Waratahs will get the job done quite easily. Stay with us here at SEN Fridays in the Top End. Live on SEN Top End, 16.11am. This is Fridays in the Top End with Jackson Clark, Raph Clark and Rob Hale. For Rain and Horn Darwin, finding a place to write your next chapter.